get ready for the journey of a lifetime. Omega Metroid is excited to launch a new series exclusive to our Patreon channel, The Great Metroid Area Ranking. Our mission is simple. We are going to rank every single area in the Metroid series two at a time. Join us on our Patreon as we delve into all the different locales across this amazing series and get in on the action by helping dictate what areas we rank next. The Great Metroid Area Ranking is available to all Omega Metroid tier patrons. Join us on this incredible adventure and help us decide for the final time which Metroid area is the greatest of them all. OmegaMetroid.com's Patreon is the home to the Great Metroid Area Ranking, ROM Hack Reviews, The Spateri Show, and so much more. Consider signing up today and see you next mission. everyone and welcome to the Zelda cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, reunited with Alice and Aletha. Al, how was your trip? It was fantastic. It was a good time. I spent like four days in Scotland and then the rest of the two weeks in Ireland. And I learned a lot of history, saw a lot of cool castles, but it was also a lot of travel. So I usually get sick afterwards. So I apologize in advance if I sound sniffly and sneezy during this i apologize but i'm back and i had a really good time but i'm also glad to be back because we're five days away from tears of the kingdom so yes yes and listen we're gonna we're gonna talk all about her trip if you're if you're listening on podcast forum you actually had the chance to join us over on twitch we uh we chatted a little bit about al's trip before we went live here but uh uh, we are here because we got a lot of ground to cover today so we're gonna just uh get right to it this is the last show the last show before, by God, wow. we are playing Tears of the Kingdom. It has been a uh, four-year odyssey. Like, I, I, for the majority of this show, this the existence of this show, the vast majority of it, this game has been seemingly there, out but of just reach. out of reach. Yes. Yeah. And damn it, we're going to reach it. We're going to grab it on Thursday at midnight. I'm going to my first midnight release since... Oh, uh, fun. I can't find one here, but that's cool. <laughs> I didn't even know they did that anymore, actually. I uh, I was trying to think of what my last one was, and I think it was Smash Wii U in, like, oh, wow. 2014. Wow. Yeah. And that was nine years ago. So, like... Dang. Yeah. So, I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped, obviously, and... Um, you know, next week is going to be incredible because we are going to be like finally, finally able to talk about what it is we like about this game. Talk about all of that stuff if with hands-on impressions. So before we actually get going today, I want to just uh, just do a few quick things here, Al. And number one, uh, everybody listening right now today. Go to ZeldaDungeon.net and check out our newest staff feature that we did. For the final time, one last time, we released a staff feature with all of the writing staff. What do we want from Tears of the Kingdom? We know a lot more than the last time we did this article. There's a lot of, of really specific things that we're looking for. 
what do we want from Tears of the Kingdom? So go check that out because that article is going to be obsolete in like a week. So go and uh, go and read it now. Um, and I want to I want to also outline for everybody what the next couple weeks of shows are going to be like here on the Zelda Cast. And um, I guess one thing that we should talk about right away is how we're going to be handling spoilers for this game. Yeah. And I, I think it's very important that everybody listening, everybody watching, um, you're gonna know that uh, that we we are not going to spoil anything on this game except for episodes that are clearly marked as a story spoiler cast okay so there's gonna be a lot of warning you're gonna have ample opportunity to skip those episodes come revisit them later once you're finished the story we want everybody to go at their own pace and enjoy it your own way um that episode is going to come and there might be an instance or two uh during another episode where we might reference something in the story and and if so we're gonna give everybody lots of time to pause skip ahead a minute anything like that we do not want to spoil anything of this game for anybody. So I would say that uh, just be on the lookout for those spoiler-specific episodes because we are going to do them eventually, but uh, they're going to be clearly labeled as such so that you have uh, a very good idea of what to stay away from. And um, aside from that, we're, we're not going to be really talking a whole lot of story-specific spoilers. Now, we are going to be talking about gameplay elements, um, stuff that, I mean... We, we think that we know what might be in this game a little bit, and we're once we kind of get a little bit into the game, we're going to confirm that, we're going to talk about it, but we will not be talking about any story-specific spoilers. So just wanted to throw yeah. that out there into the world. Yes, of course. And if you're one of those people, too, that I know I've talked to a few that is, like, wanting to be 100% blind as you experience it on your own, even, even with the episodes where we're just kind of talking and confirming about gameplay elements... Um, Definitely come back to those later as well. Absolutely. Um, okay, so this this is our plan. And this is subject to change, and it's not written in stone. But uh, for the next, like, two months, all you're going to hear about on the show, Tears of the Kingdom. So yes. if, you, if you're saving yourself for something else, come back after. But we are going to be going in-depth with Tears of the Kingdom starting next week. So next week... We're going to be talking about our first impressions of Tears of the Kingdom. And uh, yep, we're yep. going to be talking about the new abilities. We're going to be discussing maybe if there's like an opening area similar to the Great Plateau. We're going to be giving you our very general first impressions for Tears of the Kingdom. Um, week after that, we're going to kind of go a little bit further. A little bit of a progress update, if you will. And talk about our thoughts playing Tears of the Kingdom um, a, a, with a little bit more time on our side. After that, we're going to be talking about how this game really does compare to Breath of the Wild. And what's better, what's worse, what's different... Um, from there, we're going to do a story spoiler cast. We're going to do, uh, talking about an episode, talking about the music of Tears of the Kingdom. We're going to do an episode talking about the side quests of Tears of the Kingdom, ranking the bosses of Tears of the Kingdom. We're going to, of course, flip it over to you guys and ask you your questions for Tears of the Kingdom. And we're going to answer those. We're going to have episodes where we're talking about future DLC ideas. We're going to have episodes where we're talking about, um, potential dungeons or divine beasts or whatever those end up looking like in the game. It's going to be... Uh, uh, a wicked summer of Tears of the Kingdom content, and uh, we're gonna milk it for all it's worth. So yeah, so I mean, when you when you consider the fact that we've been talking every week, we we we've been finding a topic to do on this show to kind of get us one step closer to Tears of the yes. Kingdom. 
we're going to just ring out Tears of the Kingdom as long as we can. And it's it's really exciting. I feel so revitalized right now for the Zelda series as a whole. It feels nice. Yeah, it feels yeah. nice. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing. And um, those are only the topics that we know about. Like, there's very... Yeah. You know, when we're playing this game, because, I mean, we're fans like just, just like everybody else. We have no inside knowledge about anything. So if we discover something and we want to talk about it and we think it's awesome, then maybe we'll just talk about it. So there's going to be months and months. Uh, like uh, like I said, I just listed off about 12 shows. So that's three months. So we're going to be talking yeah. about this game for a long time to come. And I did want to just kind of give everybody an, an outline of how the uh, the next couple months is going to work on this show no spoilers except where it's clearly stated and uh, we hope that you guys are all going to be here for the ride it's going to be very exciting very exciting i'm excited okay well like i said we uh we have no time to waste here because we've been going for a little bit and we have to we have to finish our uh shrine quest ranking yeah you did it you said it i had to slow (laughs) down to like molasses speed though for that shrine quest (laughs) ranking Hey, say it five times fast. I don't know what I don't know what my deal is. It's it just like you know those things that you just can't say properly. Yeah. Like, see, yeah. she sells seashells by the seashell. I can say that, but I if you ask me to say shrine quest ranking, it's like nope. You're getting better. I think you're getting better. Uh, well, it couldn't be much worse. So, okay, <laughs> let's bring everybody back up to speed. So this is part two of our Breath of the Wild shrine quest. <laughs> no shrine quest. <laughs> Damn it! Shrine <laughs> Quest ranking. God, golly. Shrine Quest ranking. Oh man. Okay. Dear God. Uh, <laughs> so this is part two. We started. Uh, we started part one a couple weeks ago with intentions to finish it before Allison went on her trip. But then uh, that that pesky Tears of the Kingdom trailer dropped and everything changed. Um, so mm-hmm. we're we're gonna finish it now because if we don't finish it now, we're not gonna. I don't think it. it'll ever get done. No. <laughs> So this is what we, this is our gimmick. This is how we were doing it. We ranked all of the shrine quest ranking. Damn it. We ranked all the shrine quests by letter grade. Um, so we, we did about half. We did a little bit over half actually last time. So I'm going to quickly read you off our list right now as it stands from, um, from part one, which you should go check out as a companion to this episode. So yes. starting from the bottom with a D grade, we have Cliffside Etchings, Eye of the Sandstorm, uh, um, 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 A Fragmented Monument, The Skull's Eye, and Sign of the Shadow. So these ones, eh, not, not the best. Um, with a C ranking, we have A Song of Storms, Into the Vortex, Watch Out for the Flowers, Test of Will, Silent Swordswoman, Landscape of a Stable, Gut Check Challenge, The Spring of Power, and Secret of the snowy peaks so those are those are the c's they're okay they're not the best not the worst b's now now we're cooking a little bit here we've got the undefeated champ three giant brothers a brother's roast the desert labyrinth into the labyrinth and a perfect drink um so a's this is where the heat really gets turned up these are the these are the top ones uh we've got the seven heroines and the stolen heirloom and then alone right now in the S tier, we have Stranded on Eventide. Is anything going to be able to catch up to that? I, I don't, don't know. No, we'll have to see. But I do, and I remember we talked about this in that first episode, the, the part one to this. There is a theme. Like, if you don't, if there's not much involved 
mm-hmm. with the Shrine Quest, it's not getting a high ranking, and it's not because it's a bad thing. It's just that you don't have to do a lot or think a lot in order to complete it. No. So it feels a little less involved. So I I know we'll have a few more of those for sure, but I, I am curious to see if we'll get another S rank out of this list. So, Al, so. Yeah. I actually have a suggestion that oh. I would put in the S ranking, and conveniently, it is our first shrine up, uh, shrine quest up for today. And that okay. is the Shrouded Shrine. Um, and I, uh, I don't know what it is, but I really, I really love this, this shrine quest and, and it's not like the most involved, but I, I just think it's so cool. Like you have to go into the dark forest. You can see the glow of the weapons. You can kind of see the glow of the shrine. You, you have the creepy lost woods music. It's, it's just very ominous and very atmospheric and very just, it's, it's got like a quality that makes it stand out. Like to me, like I when I think of Shrine Quest, obviously I think of Eventide, but I think of this one like right behind it actually. So this yeah. one to me just has like a really cool identity to it that it, it, I I don't know I, I I quite love it. Now I don't know if I can sell you on ranking it in S tier, but just in terms of my own of, of like my own enjoyment of it, I I think it's one of my favorites and it's one of the first ones that I think of when I think of these Shrine Quests from Breath of the Wild. So I personally would give it the S, but. Dang. But. Um, geez. Um, again, I apologize for sounding like a sniveling mess, but, um, I, how about this? I'll meet you in the middle, because I personally would give this a B. <laughs> okay. I, I'd be willing to meet you in the middle with an A. I, I understand what you're saying. It does have a very unique identity compared to, like, the majority of the rest of the Shrine quests in this game. Um, and has a very unique quality. I appreciate what it's trying to do. I just personally cheese the heck out of it because I grow impatient with it. Um, like, I just don't like wandering around in the dark and then getting stuck because it is kind of maze-like too. Right. Um, and then there's enemies in there, which is kind of fun, but I cheese it. I usually fly up with Revali's Gale and try to find the Hinox and fight it. So. I know. I it's just I lose patience with it. So I'm like I appreciate what it tried to, what it's trying to do, and I didn't cheese it my first time playing it, but every time after I did. So I would say it's a B quality because it does have it does have a uniqueness. It does it does try to do something. I just don't appreciate it like you do. That's fair. Like I I think that this one has almost a similar quality to like the labyrinth ones, where it's more so the yeah. challenge of like navigating. And I guess we did rank the Labyrinths in the B tier. I suspect that the third one will end up there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I can I guess I can live with that. But I just for for whatever reason this one always like really sticks out to me um, mm-hmm. as just a, a cool shrine quest. Um, okay, so continuing in um, the Great Hyrule Forest region, we've got the Lost Pilgrimage, and um, this is one where you have to follow uh, Oki. Oki, I think that's his name. Yeah. And you have yeah. to do it without being seen, and and um, you follow him in the Lost Woods. Is that correct? Or follow um, her rather? Or no, it's a little boy. Yeah, that's right. You follow Oki. Oki is a Korok, and it's not in the Lost Woods. It's well, I guess technically it is. Yeah. Um, and basically, he's he's the one doing the pilgrimage, and right. his brother is worried about him. Right. And, but he doesn't want he doesn't want to show Oki that he's like following. Him. Doubts him. Yeah. Right. So you just kind of have to follow in secret behind him to make sure he stays safe. And he does. He makes it to the end, and it's great, and it's cute. And he's adorable the whole time, like, oh, 
no, so wait, it was just a tree branch. Just kidding. And then he waddles off, and it's cute. Um, it's it's definitely something I also lose patience with because there are times where you get attacked by wolves, and he notices, and it's really obnoxious. Um, but otherwise, it's like it's actually pretty. Like it it does have a unique identity too. It's very cute. It's sweet, and um, it's a little stealthy. So I kind of like it. I would I'd probably say this is a high B for me. I was gonna rank it pretty low, actually. I just oh dang, I hate following the that guy. Um, I have to say, I don't think I've ever been attacked by wolves though on this quest. Oh, I think it's usually towards the end, yeah. like his last left turn towards, and he's like, "I see the shrine," but then you get oh. attacked by wolves. It, like he t- he moves so slow, and he's always stopping, and just it's like, "Come on, buddy! Like pedal to the metal here! Like we got places to be." <laughs> I I would rank it as a low C, but if you wanted to put it like lower B. Yeah. I, I could be fine with that. Um, I like this. I like that we're meeting in the middle on these. Yeah, I like. I just you've probably figured this out about me, but I just I don't really love like not uh, what was I escort like missions basically. And this yeah. isn't this isn't quite you know the, it is the a escort. little bit though. Yeah, it's it's not like completely dissimilar anyways from it. It's close enough where I don't really. I don't really love it, so... Yeah. Okay, so so a low B for that. Um, our next shrine quest... See what I did there? I got it right. Is yes. the Test of Wood. And, uh... So, yeah, basically you just need to see the, uh... You need to get the three pieces of Forest Dweller equipment to to brave this. Um, I I don't really recall this one, to, to be honest, Al. Do you have memories so, of this one? Yeah, you get the you get you can only use the items he gives you, which is a shield, a bow, and a sword. Right. And you kind of go through a, a small, it's a pretty minor gauntlet of enemies to get to the shrine, and you can't break your weapons, you can't die, etc. Um. So you basically just have to make it to the end, still holding on to these three things. It's there's. I appreciate that you can be smart about it. You can use bombs. You can use other items you're exposed. Your uh that you ha- you're exposed to in order to maintain your weapons. Um, but there are times where it's also a little bit frustrating and I lose patience, so I just Revali's Gale through it. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I kind of remember it now. I, I, yeah. It's, I think it, this one for me was pretty, like, uh, vanilla, I guess is maybe the word. There was, there's not a lot to it, I don't think. Yeah, it's almost like, it could be tougher if it had stronger enemies in it, but I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to use enough enemies that you are this close to breaking your items by the time you get to the end. But it's really easy to cheese, um, and it's 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 okay. I I'd rank this one lower than the pilgrimage, to be honest. I, I would. Too. I was thinking like mid C, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, nothing. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it, but nothing special about it either. Unfortunately. Yes. Okay, so our next one, I actually think this next one is kind of cool. Um, Trial of the Second Sight. And so this is one where you have to go into the Lost Woods and you basically use like um, your magnesis to light up these metallic objects in like some gnarly trees. And it's kind of like they, they point you towards yes. where you need to go next. It's it's almost like the Haunted Wasteland Ocarina of Time, almost. But you're using your abilities yeah. instead to light up the you know, your beacon for where you need to go. I think this one's pretty cool. I'm not going to say it's like a, a top, top one, but like, I don't know. It's got like a, a fun, unique gimmick. I think the, at least you don't have to follow a Korok, you know, at least you're not doing that. Yeah. You kind of move at your own pace. And then if you aren't going the right way, you get lost and you start over. I like that. It's kind of a riddle. 
Um, and then also towards the end, you have to feed, if I remember right, you have to feed a tree a shield. Yes. And then it drops a, a, a treasure chest, and then uh, and then you get a Korok leaf, and you can float over to the other side, and then the shrine is revealed. Um, I feel like that, the end part, kind of doesn't match. It's a little weird, but, like, I, I also like the idea of it, the way it guides you when you use your uh, runes to figure out which way to go. I do like that, too. I would... I would probably rank this a little bit higher than uh, the last one. I like the pilgrimage, though. Mm. I put this above the pilgrimage. May I think I would too because I I also lose patience with the pilgrimage. So I would I would say this is above it. Yeah. Okay, so so we're gonna go trial of the second sight, and that is going to be in the B tier, and that uh, finishes our um our woodsy type of uh type of shrine quest so let's go over to the hateno uh shrine quest and let's get started with this one you can take the lead on this one al because i feel like i don't have much to say this is secret of the cedars you basically got to line up where three trees meet and uh bomb somewhere kinda you so there's three trees on mount Lanaru that kind of point somewhere <laughs> if i'm remembering this right and then if you basically go to the last tree and slide down the the hill you you reach a point that's very obvious on the map that there's a cave there and then you bomb the cave wall and you go and you find the shrine uh, i don't know this this one's not the best i don't think it's i mean i I kind of like what they tried to do with these ones that were less involved where they kind of made it like a story or a riddle and you had to find they're they're trying to get you to use like look around you use your environment yeah so you find those trees and then you head toward the sea and then you find the but like I mean if you were exploring on your own you would look at the map and you'd see that spot and be like oh there's a cave there you know well I wonder what's in there so yeah <laughs> so I, I, I appreciate what they tried to do, but it's, it's again, it's another one that's not very involved. So I would give this one a D. Yeah, okay. I would give it a D um, as well. So not off to a great start for uh, for the Tenno region, <laughs> unfortunately. So Secret of the Cedar. Sorry, but you've got the D ranking. On to the next one here, the Crowned Beast. And uh, let's check this one out. This is another cast shrine quest actually so love cast a beast that wears the crown of bone prancing through the lush green mount the beast upon its throne for only then the, sh the shrine is seen uh i think this one's kind of cool actually this is the uh the one where you got to mount the um um the buck right yeah yeah i think this one's yep. cool this one is cool because um i don't know if you've if you get to this point and you didn't know that you could ride deer yeah. or other animals it's kind of cool and then also they're very skittish so you do have to use some stealth to get up to them and then um and then yeah you ride it over and you step on the pedestal and the shrine comes up and so i like this one too it's it's pretty neat i would give this one probably a b I was going to say like a lower b i think is, yeah. is appropriate for this one it's yeah yes. like i th i think you nailed it it's like hey i didn't know that i could mount like right. li literally anything in this game um, yeah duh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's move on uh the next one is the cursed statue and uh what is this guy here i'm just looking it up when a dark oh yes when a dark light resides in the cursed statue's eyes pierce its gaze to purge the seal from the shrine so yeah i don't know at nighttime you just fire an arrow into the statue with the glowing eyes yeah yeah. And it's like, it's fairly obvious 
Like, you got a bunch of statue, and then this one has purple eyes. You're yeah. like, oh, I've been playing Zelda games my whole life. What do I do with this guy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think? It's it's okay. It's another one. It's kind of like the one on the... Um, it's like the Secret of the Cedar almost. Well, not not even quite, no, actually. I was thinking of the, the shock arrow one where it's, like, literally pointing at the pedestal on the wall with a bunch of shock arrows or, yeah. like, electricity, and they're like, oh... You shoot it with a shock arrow. It's another one of those. So I'd say a D. I was going to say a D as well. You know what's uh you know what I've noticed though? We haven't given out any Fs. So I mean that's that's good, right? I don't feel like I I haven't felt like anything was so lame that it yeah. needed it deserved an F. <laughs> I I would agree with that. Um okay, so so let's go over ooh, let's go over to uh to our next shrine quest. This could be a contender. For maybe one yes. of the top ones. The Spring of Wisdom. And I think everybody will remember this shrine quest. Because this is where you have to fight Corrupted Nadra. Which is yes. very cool. Very cool mm-hmm. fight. I would, When I first... I remember seeing the first screenshot of Link with um, with Dinral flying over him. And we didn't know anything about the dragons at the time. And I was like, oh my god, that's a boss. This is going to be so awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't turn out that way. This is the closest that we got to that. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. It's a pretty cool fight. I, I don't think there's really much to it other than you have to defeat Nadra and like get to the literal um, Spring of Wisdom, but right, pretty cool. I don't know. What do you think? I think when we were talking in part one about the Spring of Power and how you were saying it kind of holds a special place for you, I personally, and I said that I think this one uh, like overlaps that one just because you have this extra more involved bit that you have to do. Nadra is clearly very corrupted by uh, Ganon's yeah. Calamity Juice. And um, and it's like, it's such a cool moment. The music is super cool. The way the dragon sounds as it's floating around you is really awesome. There's like just these deep, ominous tones. And then when the Nadra kind of cracks and breaks free of the the corruption is also super cool. And then the goddess statue basically tells you to shoot uh nature it teaches you how to open these shrines that are in the the springs basically right. what we were talking about with the power one so i really really like this one this is like a high a for me yeah i was i was going to say it's it's probably an a like it's yeah. probably like i love the spring of power i think it's it's so cool um yeah but I mean, come on! Like we're fighting a dragon here. Like this is yeah. this is pretty sick. Like it's it's yes. a high A. So it, this <laughs> yeah. is our fourth A, as a matter of fact. So we have um, shrouded shrine, the stolen heirloom, the seven heroines, and the spring of wisdom. And these aren't in any particular order. They're just kind of you know they're they're just in their category. Stranded yep. on Eventide is still sitting alone at number one in our S category. We're yep. running out of shrine quests actually to uh, to contend with it uh, for that for that top spot. So yep. It will, we'll see. Um, okay, next we go over to Hebra, the Hebra region. Low-key, one of my favorite regions in the game, actually. I love, there's something about, so like, the... peaceful. Yeah, it's it's peaceful and, like, untouched and just kind of serene, in a way. Mm-hmm. I, I quite like Hebra. We were talking last week about how we hope that the, like, the Anuki show up, or, like, how maybe if there's, yeah! like, if there's caves and Tears of the Kingdom, it'd be sick to have, like, the uh, Subrosians just pop up. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Oh, I'd love to see the Anuki. Uh, okay, so the next, or er, uh, yeah, the first, the first shrine quest is the bird in the mountains, and uh, let's see if I can remember what the heck this is. So um, you need to speak to Molly in Rito Village. Uh, blah 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 blah. She's gonna direct you to a lone cedar tree in the Hebrew Mountains. Oh, I remember this one. 
So you need to tag the tree with your Shiga Slate and leave a pin so you don't get lost in the mountains, which is always a good idea. Um, essentially, you're just you're you're going and you're navigating through the mountains, and you've got to uh, you've got to find like something, some kind of snow field that almost looks like it has like some sign stuff going on where it's like the the crop field or whatever. Is that is that right? Where it yeah, looks it's like more a bird? like the shape the shape of the the outcropping looks like a bird. Right. So. This is like, I don't know. I I, I feel like I'm going to. It's kind of like the cedars again. I know. I was going to say, I feel like I'm almost talking out of both sides of my mouth, but because I don't really, <laughs> I don't really love that one, but I do like this one more just because I think the Hebrew region is just very cool and peaceful. And like, it really does feel like very unexplored in a sense. And, and, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think I, I'm not going to rate this one like super high, but I think it's higher than like the cedars. I'd, I'd say like a C. I don't know about you. I think it's kind of cool. I, yeah, maybe a C. I, I kind of like that you go up to that tree and you're like, oh, yeah, that looks like a bird. Let me head down there. And you start heading down there and then you slowly start to reveal the like the cave underneath that outcropping and you can yeah. barely clearly see the shine. Um, so I, I feel like that's really kind of cool. Um, so I would say, yeah, maybe a C, like a lower C. But yeah, it's would... still pretty similar to not as involved. I mean, I guess... I shouldn't say not as involved. They are a little bit when you get told like a riddle or a story and you have to go to that section and it leads you there. But at the same time, it's like you could also find this exploring on your own. It's not like it's only activated by hearing that story. Right. Um, Okay, so let's go over to our next shrine quest. And uh, this is the third and final labyrinth quest, which is Trial on the Cliff. And I actually, I dare say... Al, I dare say, so we've ranked all the other labyrinths as a B, and I'm going to try and sell you on why this one should be an A. Because okay. I think that you, you got to factor in, like, the location um, of the of the actual labyrinth, too. I have very, very clear memories of, like, this desolate, plain wasteland in Hebra. It's dark. Like, there's, there seems like there's nothing there, except there's one Lionel patrolling the area, and it's like, oh god, like, do I? And you do have enough room to sneak around him, but it, there's just something about it that feels so ominous. This is also the area too where you can get the um, the stall horse as well, and you can you can ride yeah. him over, or, like in and around this area. Anyways, you can ride him over, and you can uh, you know you can have him kind of as your as your pal in this area too. And then the actual labyrinth itself, I think, is is pretty cool. Like it's it's I feel like this one has a lot more. Not a lot more enemies, but it's just like a more, um, I don't know, I guess personal touch. Like, there's no guardians. It's like a lot of Lizalfos and stuff like that. Um, I, I love the labyrinths just in general. And I think that the setting for this one is cool. It feels like it's on just the, like, the edge of the world because it's so far away. Yeah. If you were to really argue against it being an A, I, I don't really have much to back that up other than just, like, I think it's a really cool location. It is a cool location. Kind of like I I do like where it's I when I when I see it and I think about it, I know that the whole path between the Hebra and this and this uh labyrinth has three lionels. The whole path there has three lionels. And so like when I go lionel farming, that's where I go. So I I kind of get what you're saying like I like that section of the map. Um for me, it's it's just another labyrinth though. <laughs> so yeah. I guess I guess I'm okay with like being a B, like a high B, you know. Um, but I feel like I like the Akala Labyrinth better. The mo- that's like my top, 
one if I had to rate all three of them. So I would just give this one a B. All right, fine. That's fine. I was gonna Sorry. I was gonna try and sell you on a lower A, but so so our B's right now, by the way, just to recap, um, these ones are in a little bit more order. I feel like the D's and C's are just kinda like whatever, but the, the B's, A's and, and S's are we're trying to order them a little bit more. So um, at the top of the B's, we still have a perfect drink. And then we've got all three labyrinths right under that. Um, a Brother's Roast, Three Giant Brothers, The Undefeated Champ, Trial of the Second Sight, The Crown Beast, and The Lost Pilgrimage. So those are what we got going on for B's right now. And of course, our A's, Shrouded Shrine, Stolen Heirloom, Seven Heroines, Spring of Wisdom. And then Stranded okay. on Eventide, still alone at uh, Numero Uno. So there we go. Yep. We actually only have like four Shrine Quests left. I can't believe I it seemed like we just had really? like a ton of shrine quests unless I unless I skipped One, two, an area before five six seven eight nine I think we got nine left nine did I did I skip anywhere we've got we've got the Lene unless shrine these quests. are now out of different order than, than when we were doing this a few weeks ago <laughs> um, maybe so so we've done all of Ateno we've done all of Great Hyrule Forest we've done all the Gerudo Wasteland we've done all the Gerudo Highland um, we've done Farin we've done Elden right yeah, yeah. giant brothers yeah dueling peaks we did that uh, somebody asked in our uh in our chat by the way if we did the flower lady we did she was done on part one of our show um akala that's done so yeah we uh we only have like a couple left here and then maybe once we're done that we can uh we could kind of sort them into where they need to go and then we'll if, yeah. we, if we have some extra time if we do which i'm, I'm hoping that we might uh maybe we can jam over to that uh, tears of the kingdom article and and kind of get our thoughts on that Maybe. I see so what I see is the Lake Shrines, Lanayru, Ridgeline or Ridgeland, oh. and Tabantha. You're you know what? I was looking so just context, I'm looking at the uh I'm looking at the uh IGN list of Shrine Quests. There's a big ad in between yeah, uh, Lanayru and Ridgelands. <laughs> Come on, maybe we there don't is. have as much time as I thought. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Well, we better hustle then. Okay, Lake Shrines, let's get going. The Guardian slideshow. What the heck is this? Do you not remember this one? Um, I usually, I need like a little bit of a, a recap on most of these to actually get uh, get going here. But it seems like you do, so take it away. It's just, it, it was a kind of a goofy one in my opinion. This lady, she like really likes, she's like obsessed with um, uh, guardians. So she wants pictures of them. So you go take pictures of different guardians and bring them back to show her. Yes. Yeah. And then she gives you the the orb. I believe she's holding onto an orb, and she's like, "If you if you show me these guardians, I'll give you the orb." So it was just it just seems so oddball because this woman was like idolizing the thing that destroyed their their world a hundred years ago. <laughs> this this is a low D, right? Like yeah. this, this is pretty low. I I mean I kind of like I it is a little it's a tiny bit unique um but I feel like if you're doing the compendium you already have these pictures ready to show her yeah you know um yeah I'd give this one I, a D I don't care what you say this is a low D this, this one is a D this one I just think this it's is so a D. odd it's just kind of out there yeah this one there's not much for this one um okay let's move on we got another <laughs> fine cast uh shrine quest here actually mm -hmm. so um. This is the serpent's jaw, and uh, you got to go talk to Cass, and he basically tells you, like, hey, you got to offer one of uh, Ferocious Scale received from the Golden Spirit to the Spring of Courage. So, uh, yeah, 
I, I love these ones. I, I think anything with a dragon is like so awesome. Um, yeah. Not, not really much to it. Like you got to go and, and jump and, and shoot a piece of, uh, you know, the scale off the dragon. But I, I will say I'm not going to rank this one too, too low because kind of like we were talking about earlier with uh, when you mounted the the deer, I think a lot of people when they played this game for the first time, me, me included, were just like, what? You, you can like, you can shoot the dragons? Like, are they going to obliterate me? Are they going to like smog the dragon me to death here? Like, uh, so... I, I think it's like I think it's like kind of cool in, in a way like uh, I, obviously I not you, not top top but uh, pretty high up there. Well, I maybe would not say that this high one, there, but. yeah, I would say this one's a little bit like probably my la- the last one of the three for me, but it's in a cool area. Like the way that he's telling you to look at your map and you see like this dragon's maw and you take your scale there and you're like, oh, this is another yeah spring. You know, is is pretty cool. I would I would rank this. I what did we do? Power B. Um 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 um. I can't remember what that one was called. Now. Um. I I would I say would... like a high C is is maybe what I would do. Oh uh, okay. Um. Well, I I could listen to your argument. Where are you, what are you thinking? Spring of Power is what that one is called. I would say it's a B. I just I, I appreciate the springs and the fact that you have to go involve yourself with a dragon to get to this shrine. I think it's cool. Obviously, the wisdom one is the best one, but yeah, I, I I can't rank it lower, or I can't rank it higher than the spring of power. I I don't okay. think so. But let's, let's put it do... right next to it. So okay, the serpent's jaw. So we're it's a high C. It's high a high C. C. Um, okay, going over to Lanayru, and here we go. The Master of Wind. Do you remember this one? Um, if I'm remembering right, the Master of Wind. Uh, God. So this is another. Uh, this is another Cass Shrine quest here, and uh, it's uh, you got to talk to him. You've got to ride the wind. I I do remember this one. You basically have to. Um, you have to like bomb the rest of the boulders and shoot them and stuff like that without touching the ground or else you fail. That's this one, right? Really weird that I don't remember. Yeah, I guess so. I don't remember this one. So you can use um, uh, Cryonis in order to, to get yourself up and you have to basically you have to keep on shooting like the blocks and like it opens up new paths for the wind to come out and then you can ride the wind to get further into the area and eventually you... I can't remember what your end goal is, but you get uh, you get something that that gets you to like the the platform, and then the the shrine appears once you're done. I actually I think this one's kind of cool. Okay, I I don't know what, when I was thinking the way of wind, I was thinking of the inside the shrine when you have to follow the wind path to get to the end to get to the monk at the end. But like for some reason, I'm really not remembering this, and that's okay. Um, I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> Well, now I'm second guessing myself. I'm I'm pretty sure this is the this is the shrine quest that I'm thinking of. But uh, let's see. it's one of those ones where uh, like you fail a lot in it, but it's one of those ones that you fail because like you make a mistake, not because the game is cheap. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I appreciate that about this one. Um, I'm just looking right now at this uh, shrine quest. Yes, this this is the one that I'm thinking of here. So okay, you have to, uh, yeah, you have to do a bunch of different little moves and keep yourself up and like it's kind of like playing the floor is lava almost, right? Like kind of, <laughs> okay. you know, once once you do that, uh, yeah, you got to keep going. So okay, I would say I'd say a B. 
Okay, I'll take your word for it. Okay, I'm going to put it smack dab in the middle. So, Master of the Wind, that is uh, is a B. This is probably the first time ever that I've remembered something about Breath of the Wild that you have not. I don't know. I don't know if that's good or bad, but... Okay, (laughs) Uh, the next Shrine Quest is the Ceremonial Song. I think that this is a lot of uh, of people's favorites, if this is the one that I'm thinking of. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Actually, no. I was thinking of the I was thinking of the Rito kids singing. This is not yeah. that. This is not Orbler's that. Nest. This one is when you get the um not not the real spear, but the ceremonial spear yeah. that looks like Nifa's. And then you are and the veiled falls and you fall down and you hit the, the pedestal with the spear. Yeah. Basically. I got, ex- is- I got excited for a second here. This one is not, uh, this one's not, it's not the best. It's not the worst. It's not the best. It's not the worst. I'd probably put this at a C. Ye- yeah, uh, maybe a lower C. Yeah, lower C. A lower C, I think is fine. Okay. Because you still have to find that. You still have to find the spear. So. Yeah. Which is a little difficult. They tell you it's like off the bridge and then you have to go look in the water for it. And you find it in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's okay. It's uh, it's not the best. It's not the worst. Um, <laughs> let's go over to Ridgeland here, and we're gonna go to the two rings. My, that sounds uh, one ring to rule them all. But now there's two. Um, you want to know something? When I was in Ireland, we were in Killarney, and um, there was this cool bar slash cafe called the Shire. And really? I went. I was. I was so excited. I went into it, and it was very Shire themed. The door was a Hobbit hole door, Aww. and I loved it. It was great. Anyways, moving that's, on. That's fantastic. <laughs> I was telling. I was telling Al before we started that I've. I've been on a Lord of the Rings kick the last couple weeks, and I. I finally watched the third Hobbit movie for the first time. I yes. never watched it before because I thought the second one kind of, kind of stunk a little bit. But they're not. They're not the greatest movies, but I still love them for what they are. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's really bugging me because I, I distinctly remember saying that there's like three things that, that and you can't remember me, the I, third and thing. I can't remember the third. I can't remember the. He's third. gonna message me on Wednesday and be like, "Ow, I remembered." <laughs> I'm gonna try and find it out like literally as we speak. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> so let's get back to it. So the two rings. Um, I think, th- like this one's kind of neat because like you're in that kind of rocky plain and like there's. It, it seems like there should be a lot of different ways that you can do this, and maybe there is, but I think, like, for me, it was just kind of more so frustrating, and, and like, eventually you just kind of stand at, like, that one spot, and you can shoot your arrow through, like, the two rings of rocks, and it's just kind of... It, it feels, like, not as creative as it should, maybe, to me. I, I don't know if you would agree with that or not, but... Um... I I feel like I get where you're coming from. So when you talk to Cass, and he's like, if you shoot an arrow through the two rings, something will appear, and it's like, okay cool and so you go and you try to do all these different angles and stuff i i liked that and i liked trying to figure it out and i loved figuring out when i did but once you know you know yeah like after the which isn't fair it's like if this if a person only plays the game once it's like okay that was kind of cool like when i finally figured it out it was kind of cool so i would i would give this one like a b actually like a low b Uh, i i i can meet you in the middle and say like a c i was thinking like ooh. I was thinking pretty down there, actually. Oh, you don't, you didn't like trying to figure it out. I, I mean, like I guess, but it kind of like I said, like it seemed like it should be more creative and and have more. Um, I don't know, like 
like solutions or more like different things that you could do instead of just like finding that one right spot, which I, I mean, I guess that's obviously the whole point of it is finding that right. one right spot. But I think like Breath of the Wild to me is just like just uh, just a game where it's like you like you could do so much with with the the environment that it seems like yeah. there should be like a couple different ways to do it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. listen, it's, it's probably just a me problem, right? Cause like I, it took me a while to find the right spot, but then to, on the other side of that, it's, it's true. It's like, like you said, like once you know it, it's like, it's not really, it's not really fun. You don't even have to talk to Cass anymore. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this one isn't, uh, it's not my favorite, but oh well. Okay. Um, so let's, uh, let's move on. Let's go to trial of the thunder. Trial of thunder. Okay. I think this if, one if is awesome. If this is awesome. on Thunder Plateau, this is probably one of my favorite. I I'm gonna quests. I'm gonna recommend right here that we give out our second S because you know what, I would agree with you. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> this one is just so cool. It's like you've got the thunder crash down. You've got the four colorful orbs that you need to get up, and it's like like getting them there is like such a pain in the butt. But like you, when you do get them there, you feel like super creative and you feel super like smart. Um, I think the aesthetic is really cool. It's like I always love like uh, just like and and for maximum enjoyment for me, I don't have the thunder helm when I do this, so it's just like oh yeah. If you need something, it's like you got to do it quick, or else like it's gonna be you know destroyed by the the lightning in a few seconds here. I just think it's like this is this is kind of the opposite of what I was talking about just a second ago. But like, there's so many creative ways and so many creative things that you could do in order to finish this. I, I love this one. I love this one too, and it it sounds weird when we've been like kind of dogging on a lot of other shrine quests, but this one's so involved. I like it better than the seven, uh, the seven ones that you do in the desert. Um, I think the colors of the orbs are so cool. It I sounds think so it, dumb, right? But like that is such a nice, like it's cool. It's, it's yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> um, I appreciate that the the orbs are in different locations, and you really have to like think. You can't just do the standard regular stuff that you would do to get them there because it's raining there's uh lightning so you have to be careful about what you're wearing um i also have a soft spot for this one because uh there was one time i did a 24-hour breath of the wild stream one of the suggestions was to take one of the orbs to link's house in hateno and i carried that red orb all the way to link's house in hateno and put it on link's bed i named it orby it was great so i have an extra special place for this one in my heart and yeah I, I think um, it's like really cool. I had this one in Shrouded Shrine earmarked in my mind as like potential S's to join yeah. the S club. I would say this is an S club. Can you imagine if there were seven S's? We could do S club seven. Does I that, have no that, idea what you just said to me, but <laughs> I, I was about to say I was worried that that reference might be might be our younger listeners might be lost on that, but I wasn't expecting you to be lost on that. Come on, what is it? What? Tell me what it is, dude. S Club Seven. They were they were like a a pop band in in the nineties. Oh no, I don't know. Like a boy girl group. They had a TV show. They sing S Club Party. S Club. There ain't no party like an S Club Party. No, they're British. Oh, I have no idea. (laughs) I cannot be the only dude that knows about S Club Seven here. Someone in chat or someone in Discord. Um, come on, help me out here. To be fair, I'm not the most first. You and Rod will sometimes go off on like 90s and early 2000s music, and I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Oh, not boy. that I don't know any of that music. It's just like, how do you remember that stuff? I don't. That's just it doesn't sit in my brain well. <laughs> I can't believe that. As soon as we're done this show, Al, go and go and listen to S Club Party by S Club okay. Seven. It's a banger. <laughs> 
Wow, okay. Well, that, that wasn't a, a sidebar that I was expecting to take, but there we go. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, let's let's keep it going here. Uh, God, where am I? I've completely lost my, my spot. Uh, stall for We're me in the, while I get my life together. Under a red moon. Under a red oh, moon. Oh, under a red moon. Jeez. This I, one... I would be tempted to give out an F for this. I really Aww. would. I it's really not that would. lame. Okay. It's the one where Cass, he's like, he basically tells you to stand on the on the pedestal spot, yeah. naked under the blood moon. This one sucks. Come on. Like, you just, like... it sucks. It's... Like, first of all, you don't do anything. Second of all, you just got to camp there until the blood moon comes out. And it's like, okay, not tonight. Uh, go to your fire. Rinse and repeat. Okay, not tonight. Go to your fire. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Like 20 times after, it's like, oh, there's finally a blood moon. Time to take my clothes off and stand on the pedestal. Th this one You sucks. know, there's a guy at the Dueling Peaks stable who tells you the different moon phases if you talk to him. So you can just, you know, go to the next day and be like, what moon is it? And he's like, oh, this special blood moon. Um, but I, <laughs> it sounds like you went to like a, a witch shop and they gave you some bogus spell to go turn in a circle three times naked under the full moon and say a special like spell or something. That's what this kind of sounds like to me. I don't think it's that bad. I would oh, give it a D. On. You know what? Just for just for giggles, nope. we can give it an F. I'm putting my foot down. This is an F. F for failure. F okay. for F for fun lacking. Because all you do <laughs> is wait. And and as uh, our pal Rodrigo correctly points out in chat, you don't. You can't even tell right away. You have to wait for a few seconds for it to like come up. And it's like, yeah, okay, is true. This, is this the blood moon? It's it's like. Come on, I, I don't think I don't think a lot of people are going to whatever stable and looking at the moon charts, right? Like I think you're just like just I'm gonna go up to there. The guy. <laughs> I'm gonna go up there and see if it's a blood moon, and I'm just gonna make <laughs> camp right beside the shrine. And if it's not a blood moon, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it to nighttime and do it again. And it's mm -hmm. like maybe maybe if it was like once or twice or three or even five times, if you had to do this to get a blood moon, maybe. But like, <laughs> unlike your unlike your 15th time you're just like come on okay i hear you if you do have to wait a long time i could see this being very frustrating so yes i would this, say i i would agree with you this is an f for frustrating f okay our, our first <laughs> f wow okay now we only have two left now we only have two shrine quests left so let's uh, let's get it going here so um this is the tabantha shrines and i think this is the one that i was thinking of earlier and i think that this is a uh, a lot of people's favorites um, but this one is Recital at Warbler's Nest. And uh, this is one where where you got to get all like the, the cute little Rito kids together and they start singing. And they they're all their... Cass's kids. Isn't that cute? Are they Cass's kids? I'm pretty sure they're all Cass's kids. Oh, okay. I think this one's fine. It's like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's fine. It's uh, it's it's fun and like kind of cute when they, when they all have their like little song going on and, and whatever. But uh I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's like a, a top tier one for me personally, but it's got. It's definitely got some charm to it for sure. I think it definitely has charm. A unique like personality. I. It's a little long for me because not only do you have to find all the little Rito. Uh, I can't remember if they're all girls, but you have to find all the little Rito children, 
uh, but you also have to do a couple things for them, so it's like a little additional, and which is fine. And then you go over and you listen to them sing their song, and you use the korok leaf to blow into the yeah. the the rocks, and and then you get your shine. So it's a very involved one. It's just not the involved I like. I I I, 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 I get a little impatient, but it's definitely unique. So I would give it a B. I'd give it a high B because yeah. I, like, I think by our criteria. This should be a really high yes. quest because, like, I I typically like the more involved ones, but yeah, this this one is just kind of. Um, There's a point where it's like almost excessive. It, it overstays its welcome. Yeah. Yeah. It overstays its welcome. Which sounds so stupid coming from us and everything we've been saying about these requests. Yes. <laughs> but whatever. Okay, recital at Warbler's Nest. You are going into. Oh God, what is that? Uh, recital at Warbler's Nest, you are going into B, and I'm going to put them under all three labyrinths, because I like those more. Okay. Okay. One more. Wow, one more. The Ancient Rito Song. Um, so, he, I actually, I can't remember this one at all, to be honest with you. So, you talk to one of the Rito, and they tell you the song. Uh, or oh, right. You talk to a little girl and a per- another, an older woman. Of the Rito, they tell you the song, and you go find the pedestal, and then there's the hole in the the rock, the spire that Rito Village is on, and um, well, the sun has to go like make the shadow through the hole, basically, or not the shadow, but the outline, so that it's a heart on that pedestal. You light a fire, it it activates the shrine. Kind of like it. It's a little bit more involved than go find the trees and follow the trees down the hill. Right. But it's also not as involved as like even tied so i would give this one probably a low b high c maybe i'm okay with like low b i i feel like i owe you one after uh dumping on the red moon one so you <laughs> rank it wherever you want okay i would that. say low b is fine okay so this is the ancient rito song let's go here ancient rito song as a low b okay that my friends is 42 shrine quest Shrine Dang. Quest ranks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. That, my friends, is 42 Shrine Quest that we have ranked. There we go. Uh, so, so I'm going to... Let's start from the bottom. Let's work our way up to the top. Here we go. The only Shrine Quest with an F. So, by definition, the worst one in this Breath of the Wild game. <laughs> under a red moon. Where you just wait for the blood moon in your trousers and you don't do much else. <laughs> that's that's F for fun lacking. Uh, in the D category, we have Guardian Shadow. Uh, I'm sorry, Guardian Slideshow. Oh my Good god! Good lord, Terry. This is a this is tough. This is a tough day. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Sign of the Shadow is in the D as well. The Skull's Eye, a fragmented monument. Eye of the Sandstorm, Secret of the Cedar, the Cursed Statue, and Cliffside Etching um, in the C category, which is our biggest category, not by far, but our biggest one. We've got A Song of Storms, The Ceremonial Song, Into the Vortex, Watch Out for the Flowers, The Bird in the Mountains, The Test of Wood, The Test of Will, Silent Swordswoman, Landscape of a Stable, The Two Rings, Gut Check Challenge, The Serpent's Jaw, The Spring of Power, and Secret of the Snowy Peaks. Uh, so that is our C's. In B's, we have got The Lost Pilgrimage, 
The Crowned Beast, the ancient Torito song, Trial of the Second Sight, The Undefeated Champ, Three Giant Brothers, Master of the Wind, A Brother's Roast, Recital at Warbler's Nest, The Desert Labyrinth, Into the Labyrinth, and Trial of the Cliff, with uh, our top B being The Perfect Drink. I wonder why they didn't name the other one Labyrinth, too. The, the, the two of them are named that, but not the third one. Weird. weird. Yeah. <laughs> In our A's, we have four. The Spring of Wisdom, where you fight the, the cursed dragon, Lanayru. Uh, or, or, I'm sorry, not Lanayru. Um, Nadra. Nadra. Yes, thank you. The Seven Heroines, uh, the Stolen Heirloom, and the Shrouded Shrine. And then in the S tier, we have two. So we have the Trial of Thunder and Stranded on Eventide. And I guess, I think our audience wants us to make a, a clear, definitive statement on which one is number one. So of those two, I think I think Eventide's still probably number one. I, I agree. I think Eventide is number one. I just personally like Trial of Thunder better. Well, I mean, then it's number one for you, right? I mean, oh, if you like yeah. it better, then it's number one. Okay. <laughs> That's what I would say. I, 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 w- think, I like, would just say, like, oh, the overall consensus is that Eventide is such a top-tier Shrine Quest, you know? Yes. Whereas yes. we just personally really like that. That doesn't mean everybody likes it, you know? Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, okay, so so that is all of the Shrine Quest ranked. Uh, maybe one day we'll go back to this and we'll include the Champions Ballad ones in there. Because there is like, there's quite a few. <laughs> there's there's sixteen. I want to say right. Like in in all of them, you have to do something to get the shrine. They they don't I think just it's like twelve. I think oh, it's only no. three per. You're right because the you start the, so there's sixteen shrines, but the the first couple ones are the obliterator ones that you right. have to to do on the great plateau. That's right. 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 So uh, and and by the way, I think we've actually talked about those shrines before. If you want to go check that out, we did a, a complete champions ballad retrospective. Yeah, um, a couple of years ago. So we did talk about those shrines pretty in depth. I think most of those uh, shrine quests were were similar, where like you had to find a spot on the map and go and find it. If I'm remembering correctly, yeah. Some of them had like a specific, uh, like kind of a quest that you had to do that mm. were that were maybe part of like our C and Bs, but a lot of them too were just you go find it and maybe beat some guardians and. Right. It's been a while since I've done all of them, so. Right. Okay, well, I think we have like a few minutes left. We have a few minutes left. So I, I really, really, really quickly want to get your opinion. Uh, I've already had the, the opportunity, obviously, to edit and write this article about our last final thing ever that our Zelda Dungeon writing staff wants from Tears of the Kingdom. Let me just get your uh, let me just get your quick takes here. We'll do it rapid fire. Okay. Okay, so number one, um, things that we want from... T- and by the way, we, I know that leaks are out there. We have not seen any leaks. We've not read any leaks. Nope. So if it's answer, nope. if if the leaks have answered any of this, first of all, don't tell us. Second of all, don't tell anyone else. And third of all, forgive us because obviously we're not looking at that before the game comes out. Right. Um, and if you're talking about leaks, your comment's going to be deleted. So sorry. Yep. But not But not sorry, actually. Okay. So <laughs> Leslie wants uh, Zelda to turn into the full goddess that she is prophesied to be. She wants her to complete her journey into like a true goddess yay nay what do you think i think that's interesting um just super quickly i re-watched all the cutscenes in breath of the wild to prepare for tears of the kingdom and at the very end if you get the special uh scene zelda says that she thinks that over the hundred years that she's been keeping ganon at bay her power may have diminished which she's right. okay with 
I would be interested to see if she actually gains more power, and maybe Leslie's right. Maybe it would go in that direction. Right. I think that could be pretty cool if that happens. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, everyone's been talking about for so long, Demise coming back and, and all that. It'd be cool to see, like, Hylia versus Demise. That'd be pretty awesome. That would be that, that would be sick. That might be something that would explain, like, this is something only I can do as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty cool. Um, John wants permanence in this game. What he means by that is, like, like you, you do a, a side quest or you do something and it alters the game. Like, it, it, it stays I altered. That. I would love that, yeah. too. Or another good example of that is, like, you beat the game, you come back, and the final boss is beaten. And you can do other stuff. Yeah. All, like, you know what? Pokemon is, is decent for that. Like, yeah. you usually finish yes. the game and there's something else at the end that you can do. Yeah. Um, Shaquille, a story to remember. So, I mean, obviously, I think we all want, like, a good story. She wants uh, relationship development between Link and Zelda and Ganondorf specifically. I think we could all agree that we want that i i've been saying for years i would love for and it might not be this game but in the future i'd love for them to be like friends at first before ganondorf feels the pull to evil and then we just make it so, like a gut-wrenching story i'd love that do you remember uh do you remember that episode we did about like cyberpunk zelda yeah that, that I was kind of like that that was cool we should mm-hmm. we should revisit that one day I, yeah <laughs> we should if you haven't listened to that episode by the way we pitched this like awesome cyberpunk game with zelda it was su- it was so cool you should go check it out yep. our pal adriel was on there with us for that um okay so um uh judy our pal jc wants subrosians and pakori back talked about that that'd be awesome yep that'd so, be cool i don't know if that's gonna happen but uh yeah, yeah we'll see this is a good one heather wants an awesome final battle yes yes has to happen has to happen uh age of calamity did a good job giving us um, a better calamity ganon fight than the than breath of the wild i'd love to see something beyond that with ganondorf oh i want some twilight princess level ganondorf fights i i mean like if not beyond if you told me that the the best final boss fights in the series were twilight princess wind waker and ocarina of time i would agree with that like yeah. I, I think I could agree with that. Maybe Majora or Demise could be up there, but like, I don't think anybody's putting Breath of the Wild up there. Is my point? No. So like, <laughs> let's get something really cool there. Calamity Ganon. That game was kind of this weird mechanical mess that didn't really fit in. So like, this fight with Ganondorf, it's got a lot to live up to, and we know it's mm-hmm. going to conclude the game, right? So yep. like, it's gotta, it's gotta be awesome. So that this yeah. is almost like my one thing. If I could pick one thing on this list, that might be it. Yeah. Um. So Sean wants blacksmiths and forges specifically. Um, so he wrote this before uh, the fuse mechanic was revealed and right. kind of retweaked it after it was revealed. And he said, like, listen, I just want somewhere where I can go repair some of my amazing weapons in this game or like make that them be cool. So that I don't have to throw them away. And I, yeah. I would agree with that. Uh, David Lasby, he wants like I called it a fellowship of the tears, but he wants like basically to be able to like have that party around you, like the Rejus and the Tabas and uh, Sidon, whatever. He, he wants to have these characters more involved in, like, the actual yeah. fighting. I would I agree feel with that. Like, I feel like it looks like you almost will. I don't know if it's only going to be for a short section of time, but it does look like you team up with a couple of them a little bit, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from Mike, who is, like, the complete opposite gamer of me. He wants less story. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, not for me. Sorry, um, Mike. I almost never agree with you. <laughs> it's true. Zelda 2 is one of his favorite Zelda games. And, uh, I, I and that is my least that. favorite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, some people's story is a big draw. I think, 
we're not those people. So uh, yeah. <laughs> on the same on the same token, so our pal Alex uh, wants a royal wedding, a wedding between Zelda and Link, which is adorable. But that I don't know. Cute. I don't know if I want that. I this would probably be the first game where I'd love to explore a little bit more of their relationship. I've never been a big shipper in Zelda. But, like, you could feel it in Breath of the Wild, so I wouldn't be opposed, you know? I think his true love was Mifa. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I do, I do appreciate their relationship, too. Charles wants side quests that matter. Yes, I think we I think we all want that, as we just yeah, kind of like went over with our list. mask level. Yeah. Um, uh, our pal Grovile actually has a really good uh, idea here, which is... A middle ground, kind of, in between of, like, exploration and focused adventure. So, think maybe something more akin to Ocarina of Time or something more... I'm trying to think of a good open-world game that, that kind of... You know, Horizon Zero Dawn might be a good one, actually. Yes, that's a good one. <laughs> you can go explore, but it's still a fairly focused adventure, straightforward as yes. well. Yep. I would agree with that. Yes. Um, okay, Emmy wants that one signature track, like, the really awesome track from from this game you know i would have agreed would with that a few years like ago we got it <laughs> yeah i i started off when breath of the wild came out i started off as being like this is a weak soundtrack like i i don't think this is a good soundtrack at all yeah but the like the more i listen to it like i'm like okay like you got the main theme it's it's a really good track you've got like all the champions uh different themes which are all fairly strong in their own right obviously mm -hmm. we've got monk maz kashia yeah, <laughs> I think that I think that Tears of the Kingdom, or uh, sorry, Breath of the Wild, it has really good music, but it's like you don't really hear it for a lot of times because it's a lot of ambient noises yeah. when you're in the field, and then the shrine themes are all the same. Yeah, and I think that's the the drawback. Yeah, so I I first of all the the music they dropped in that last trailer is like it, it's part of the reason I'm so pumped. Like that saxophone is insane. And I think that's probably the music to beat. If they're going to have anything better, I don't know that they can, but we'll see. Like, I have high hopes. Yeah, we'll see. We need Monk Maskashia too, that's for sure. Okay, <laughs> um, Brandon here, he wants us to go all in on Ganondorf. So he wants, like, a, a real fleshed-out character, not just kind of I an evil bad that. guy. Yeah. I think we need that as well. Um, and then uh, Alexis, she says what we're all thinking that we've all been hoping, but it seems, you know, it seems like it's not in the cards now, but she wants to play Zelda. And she thinks that it's still yeah. possible. I and do too. I don't think it's, like, impossible. I think it's, like, very... Chances are, are low. But, like, I, I don't... Nintendo's been so weird marketing this game that, like, I, I actually do think that there's a chance that you still might be able to play in sections and as spurts as Zelda. Yeah, I'd love it to be... Um, kind of like we've all said about Skyward Sword for years is that she goes on her own adventure. It would have been kind of cool to play as her. You see it in the end credits, but it would have been kind of cool to do her adventure, like go on it with her. I think this is going to be similar. She has her own quest that she's going to be on in this game, and I'd love to experience it with her. So it, I yeah. still think that's possible. I guess we'll just have to see. And we won't have to wait that long to see because we I know. Are... Oh my god, five days. Five As days. As of everybody listening to this, four days. That's right. Um, so it, it's it's the it's the end of an era and the beginning of a new one because it feels like for so long this game has been this this mysterious, frustrating, 
inspiring kind of a, a a glyph that was almost just it was out of reach and we're finally gonna be able to grab it soon and i'm i'm super stoked and we're gonna be talking about tears of the kingdom next week so i i feel surreal I to it. say that yeah <laughs> yeah feel surreal um okay well we're gonna get out of here then and uh get ready because the tears of the kingdom train is about to leave the station starting next week so for the next several months i mean we're gonna be all in on this game i'm, I'm so excited uh, the podcast, you know, the podcast after Breath of the Wild came out didn't really exist. So this is the first big new 3D Zelda game where this podcast has been a thing. So I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you are as well. So it's uh, it's it's very exciting. Yeah. Okay, Al, it was great to have you back. It's good to be back. Again, I'm so sorry if I sounded awful this whole episode. I really apologize. But you sounded great. I'm- I'm so, God, I'm so excited. I'm so looking forward. My heart is just like beating so hard right now just thinking about it. So I'm glad I'm back and I'm glad that it's in time for Tears of the Kingdom. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we're going to get out of here. The next time that you hear from us, we're going to have a bunch of hours of Tears of the Kingdom in the bank. So really looking forward to next week. Uh, in the meantime, check us out over on Twitter at Spateri316, at Allison Lintha, at the Zeldacast, and subscribe over on Twitch. Uh, you can watch these shows live every Sunday, usually around. Uh, 12 o'clock mountain time. So come and hang out with us. Twitch.tv forward slash the Zelda cast and uh, check us out wherever you get your podcast, like subscribe, recommend us to that Zelda fan in your life. And there's, there's a lot of Zelda fans that probably want to talk about tears of the kingdom. So, uh, Hey, tell about the Zelda cast where they can get their weekly Zelda fix. That is it. We are out of here. Next time we see you, it's going to be tears of the kingdom. First impressions until then, everybody take care.